by yeah. the way, I got Dysport and I got a like a lip flip. Can you tell? No. Well, I, can you tell my forehead though? Like, <laughs> I feel like my forehead is giving like. <laughs> Hi, Justin. Hey, Lindsay. This is pretty wild. Are you ready? Hello, cuties, and welcome to episode 32 of Perspectives of Pop Culture. This is going to be Justin's best episode yet because it's our 32nd episode and he's 32 years old. That's a lot of damn pressure to put on somebody in like the first 30 seconds, you know? You know, the pressure is what creates the diamonds. So you're welcome. And I will have to, I, I do perform very well under pressure. Yeah. You know, procrastination was an art form for me in school. I made And to this men. day, it's. Oh. oh. <laughs> Wes. Hello. Absol- Wes, absolutely not. Sir. No, 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 Wes, Wes. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm so sorry <laughs> for the disruption that my child has brought <laughs> to this episode. Oh my God. It's actually- you go, Why Why not let him just chill up there? Because he doesn't just chill. If he just chilled right there, are you kidding? I would love that. I would let him sit there all, the whole episode to be such a vibe. But he scratches as you can't really see it, but he scratches at the top of the chair. And this is a vintage- lazy boy like nice chair that gonzo got off facebook marketplace when we first moved here and gonzo loves this chair and so wes um scratching on it is a huge huge issue in our household and that's why usually there's like a blanket over the top of the chair so he won't scratch at it but not during this episode so sorry Where were we? What were we talking about? So much chaos. <laughs> so much chaos ensued in the first five seconds of this episode, per uh, usual. Um, how yeah. was your weekend? It was a long we- weekend. We're still in it, technically. I mean, you are. I'm not. Oh, facts, 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 facts. You don't have a regular nine-to-five job, therefore no. you don't have Labor Day. No, I don't. And... If I'm being totally honest, my last two night shifts have been shifts from hell. So as as Lindsay is aware, I've had to postpone our recordings and things the last few days because I've been up until like 3 a.m. during my night shift. So, you know, just (laughs) killing it and keeping them alive. Yeah, I think, you know. Working night shifts, I love the people who are on nights, and I just shoot the shit with all the ER docs when I'm down there. Yeah, I love and that. And we're always having a good time, at least. Even though a lot of times it's not appropriate that we're having a good time, probably. But, you it's know. always appropriate. Yeah. So, how was your weekend? Um, My weekend has been filled with organizing. Yeah. Last minute things. Packing. And I want to state oh for the record... And Gonzo would like this stated as well. So this is a um, statement made on Lindsay's behalf is that if we had okay. to, all of our clothes fit in carry-ons and personal items for three weeks in Europe. Just want to put it out there. It did. That's bullshit. Promise. The only thing that's going in our 
checked bag is our toiletries, like a few pairs of shoes that are just extra and like my hair products and stuff. But all my clothes and everything fit in the personal items and carry-ons. I just find that very hard to believe, Lindsay. Believe it. Believe I've it. never I've never like called you on something because, you know, I feel like you're a very honest person, but I I'm going to say liar. Liar, liar. I would be so honest. Like, I am the largest self-deprecating queen. Like, I would totally tell you if it just was being psychotic. But I'm being serious. Like, we did it. Do you think it's because you're staying in one, like, climate for the most part? No, we're going to multiple. Like, I mean, yeah, maybe the weather's going to stay kind of the same. But, like, we're going to the beach. We're going to the countryside. We're going to cities. So it's all yeah. different landscapes and all different vibes. But I think the reason why I'm able to do it is because it's summer vibes. And yeah. most of my outfits are like little slip dresses. And I only have to bring like one or two sweaters for when it gets cold at night. Oh, that's a, see, I forgot about that part. You're like a slip dress girly. And yes. those things can literally fold up into nothing. Yeah, that makes so much more sense. Like, yeah, okay. And I, I'm, gonna I'm be, starting to believe you. No, you'll believe but I'm me. I'm going to be re-wearing my two bottoms that I packed for like literally everything all the time. So You only have two pairs of pants? No, I brought – okay. I brought linen pants, like my cream linen pants that are nice. I brought my yeah. linen white boxer shorts, um, a white maxi skirt, Euro Summer Essential. Can't go with that one. And uh-huh. – Anything else that I packed? A pair of jeans. Because I'm wearing mostly dresses. Yeah. And everything else goes with those items. What other bottoms do I really need? You know? You do realize we're talking about our trip and this is not the episode for that. But. Yeah. To, well, well, to, yeah. We're but what you. So uh, I guess that you did cover all the bottoms that you would need. I'm bringing more pairs of pants than you are. I'm just solo maintenance like so oh God, chill no such like a cap casual all cap girly all, all cap. cap um i do have to say though on friday i went to the beach with my girlfriends and i tried to get in like that last tan before vacation and i think everyone knows what i'm talking you're not, about you're not trying to do like a spray or anything here's the thing if i did a spray tan it comes off me immediately and a spray tan is great for a, a day event. You know, like a spray tan is great before a wedding. Not a month. But it's not yeah. great before a trip because then I'm going to be speckly for the last two weeks of my trip. Wait a minute. There's not – because, like, I know for, like, eyebrows you can, like, get them, like, done, but then you can get them tinted for, like, a longer period of time. There's not the equivalent of that for tanning? No, not yet, Justin. I'd have to reapply it all the time. <laughs> Which, by the way, thank okay. you for reminding me I do need to tint my eyebrows. I use – just for men's beard Just for dye. men's, yes. Your last box is still in our our like medicine cabinet <laughs> from when you came last. Okay, thank you because I was like, why do I have to buy a new box? Like they last me for forever. Where did I? What did I do with that one? Oh, it's at your you house. You did it here. You good, did it here. Good, you good, and Jackie good. did the just for men dye on your eyebrows. It's a hot tip. And it scared the living shit out of me because your eyebrows are so dark. But the la- the la- the final result was on 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 the spot. So. No one talks about the beauty regiment that needs to go into a woman's forte before she goes on a vacation. Like, 
I'm spending so much money just before I even get on the plane. I have to get my hair done, my nails done. I got Botox. I got, well, I got Dysport. I got um, my lashes lifted and tinted. Uh, by yeah. the way, I got Dysport and I got a like a lip flip. Can you tell? No. Well, I, can you tell my forehead though? Like, I feel like my forehead is giving like. <laughs> Listen. Oh, I want my pajama pants in the screen. Listen. The girlies with thin lips understand. It is oh. lip filler is just not for us because it looks ridiculous, ridiculous. because yeah. we don't have any meat there for the filler to like <laughs> hold on to in general. So the thin-lipped girls have to get lip flips. Why are you laughing so hard? I'm giving <laughs> such good advice. Because I can't tell. You can't tell. Justin, look seriously. Lindsay, you can't, I can't see a tell. little. Like, okay, well, you're lying because it looks stunning. And what a lip flip does is they put like a little <laughs> Botox here, 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 and here, and it like flips your lip up so you see more surface of your lip. It's not adding anything; it's just like tricking that muscle I mean, to go up like this. It's pretty self-explanatory. Oh, self-explanatory what it does. Okay, well, I just got it done on Wednesday, and I feel like my forehead's still settling in. And I feel like I'm very like, you know. <laughs> Your forehead looks smoother. My forehead looks smoother. It looks crazy. It looks like. So just give me, give me a week or so, and then I'll settle in nicely, and you'll be like, "Wow, Lindsay, you look so refreshed." Got it. And I'm, like, yeah. I'm, I'm seconding. Jackie has all these appointment reminders on our calendar, and Jackie's notorious for putting her like beauty appointments on our joint calendar. I'm like. Look, if I want to know where you're going to be, I'll go look at your personal calendar. But I do not need your eyebrow tinting, um, sugaring, hair appointment, hair coloring, haircut, like on my personal calendar. Okay. So, like, first of all, the last three things you just listed are all under one umbrella. So that's one appointment. Okay. Don't be so dramatic. No, no, no. She goes to two different places. She goes to different places. <laughs> she goes to different places because where she gets her hair colored, they charge an absurd amount of money for her to get it cut. So she, because she doesn't care as much about the cut, she goes and gets the cut at some like other cheaper place, and then gets it colored by this bougie ass person that charges like I don't know, like four or five hundred dollars, some stupid shit. So. Listen, the hair salon prices are going up, and it's not it's not the hairstylist's fault because their products prices are going up by so much. Somehow I've landed on hair talk, like I'm a hairstylist on TikTok. I don't know why. Like I always get targeted for these videos and I always watch them because I like seeing like what people choose yeah. for their hair. And I've been yeah. seeing more than ever people being like, I used to purchase this color for $12.50 and now it's $30.50. And so I have to raise my prices. And that's just the nature of the game. It's not their fault. So don't get mad at your hairstylist when she ups her prices. Get mad at capitalism i don't know get mad at our government i i you know treasurer. you're not the only one i got an i got an email from my barber saying that he is it's just been like he's really loving the vibe he's creating and he's wanting to like give more to his clients get this for a men's haircut for a new client he is charging a hundred dollars for a cut and wash. But does he do something fancy? Like I think that's normal. 
Okay. I know a lot of men don't listen to our podcast. <laughs> I guarantee you now one man who listens to this podcast gets a haircut for $100. Most men's haircuts are between 40 and 60 bucks. But is this a specialty barber? No, he's not really a specialty barber. I mean, he's really good at what he does. He came from like one of the top salons in Santa Barbara and his price used to be, I think, 60. And so for existing customers like myself, it's he's only raising a 10, which I very much appreciate. Thanks. Yeah. Me. Um, but I'm just like a hundred. Like I just I remember when I was in Berkeley and this place that I wanted to go to get my haircut in Oakland was $50. And there was another cheaper place in Berkeley that was like $40. And me spending that extra $10 was a lot. I was like, oh, $50, that's really bad. Because then you got to add on tip. And the thing is, you keep raising these prices, it keeps cutting into your tip, fam. This may be an unpopular opinion, what I'm about to disclose. Oh, God. But okay. I believe that you should invest in yourself to feel your best, to look your best, to take care of yourself. It's a form of self-care. For example, Gonzo's toenail getting fully excavated was the result of him not feeling... <laughs> of him wanting to be cheap and not buy a new pair of cleats and buying a pair for Facebook Marketplace, but he plays soccer twice a week. Like, he deserves to spend the extra money to take care of his feet. I don't disagree with you because, yeah, I'm. if it's something that I'm committed to, like him playing soccer all the time, like, I'm going to buy... The proper things in order to like prolong my longevity in that um i'm laughing at the fact that you said excavated his toenail because that's oh. not the word it was like an archaeology archaeology dig up in there you know like when the archaeologists go to like egypt and dig I, I, that's I what they it. did to gonzo's toenail yeah, i got it i got it <laughs> it was crazy i shouldn't have gone anyway to that appointment. i think yes definitely Invest in yourself <laughs> is 100% a thing. And I totally agree. And I was literally considering, I was like, ah, oh, maybe I need to start looking for another barber. No. Literally that night, I had, a I had a dream that I got like a bad haircut and they completely gave me a cul-de-sac in the top. Exactly. And I was freaking out. I woke up in a panic and touched the top of my head like, oh my God. No. And I told Jackie, I was like, I got to keep going. Everyone has had a bad haircut. And... Just every time you're like, oh, I don't want to spend this much money on my hair at this person that I've been going to and I love them. Just think about that one time you got that yeah. wretched haircut and how disgusting and how like terrible you felt because hair is important. So this is just my PSA. If your yeah. hairstylist is up, upping their charges, just say, we, we got your girl and ask her, you know, or ask them how to maintain between appointments if you need to go a little bit longer instead of getting mad at them for increasing their prices you know that is a very wise way to look at things thank you i just feel like i'm maturing so much over my 30th year no i don't get ahead of yourself <laughs> i'm so dead okay that's like all my updates i've been so boring like nothing's been happening i'm working 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 organizing that's it are you working at all when you're over there? No. And let me just say, I am so beyond grateful 
for my company. This is why it's very important to work for a company that cares about you, honestly, and like cares about your time and your life experiences. Because let me tell you, I know a lot of people over here that are from different countries and them taking off a month for vacation is expected and no big deal. And it's just not the same here in America. And so when you find a company that graciously allows you unlimited PTO and understands that this is your honeymoon and it's a once in a lifetime trip that they will um, approve your time off. So I'm very grateful because I understand that that's not very common. Unfortunately, it is not. But I also am thankful for being in a very good situation where my direct supervisor is very understanding and he always accommodates me between my DJ sets and going on vacation and stuff. And like, even not, not just me, but everybody, he does a very good job yeah. of, you know, getting people the time off that they request. So props, shout out to him. Shout out to our managers, directors, VPs that approved our time off for our honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's jump into our trends. Yeah. What's your trend? Um, my trend is wearing silk maxi dresses silk slip maxi dresses with sneakers especially the like colorful sambas and adidas gazelles and like all the, the adidas gazelles. shoes yes yeah. that are all coming out they're like pink or yellow or green or blue whatever they're wearing and all the girlies are wearing them which is like a neutral outfit or any type of outfit and i think it's so fun to see that pop of color i don't have a colorful samba i have the basic bitch samba the white with the blue the black stripes like everyone has and i that is yeah. my designated sneaker that I'm bringing on my honeymoon um, to wear with all of my dresses. So I'm just like selfishly making this a trend so that I don't feel ugly instead of wearing my like cute kitten heels with each dress, wearing the sneakers. And Gonzo um, added in some Dr. Scholl's inserts into our shoes. That's maturity. That is maturity. That is the most Gonzo Bless. thing I've ever heard in my life. Right? <laughs> he ordered them off Amazon and then he inserted them. Let me tell you. Game changer. So comfortable. Really? Yes. Like a whole different shoe. You guys should get some. Maybe Dr. Because the Sambas are not inserts should be my that trend. comfortable. No, exactly. But they're the cutest like sneaker. I don't really own any other sneakers. So I was like, I ha- these are my sneakers I have yeah. to bring. You walk so much in Europe or just like any type of city, any vacation that you're going on. Get yourself some Dr. Scholl's inserts. I don't know if that's a trend of the week or like your old lady report of the of the week. <laughs> that should be your trend, not whatever you were saying before. Doctor Scholl's um, insults. Yeah, Doctor Scholl's insults. At years old. You guys don't sleep on them. Don't sleep on them. They're like twelve dollars off Amazon. Uh-huh. Just go get them. You cut them to fit your shoe. Oh, oh my god! Life changing. What's yours? <laughs> Um, my trend of the week is also has to do with some, um, the planning I'm doing. I feel like because we're doing like Paris and, um, South of France, like old money has definitely like taken over my Pinterest board. Yeah. Like (laughs) I realized not, not wearing jeans is my trend and it's like a weird, like I'm only sticking with trousers Um, the entire trip. Um, I would like to ring it back. To when you were like, Gonzo needs a pair of jeans and he needs a pair of jorts. And now you're like, no, that's for basic life. That's for life. No, that's for life. This is something specific. Okay. Calm down. All right. (laughs) Calm your tits. 
was right. like, oh. this is for Euro trip. I'm saying because I'm so I am bringing a pair of one pair of jeans and I'm using it as like my travel. Like they're loose, they're comfortable, and it's like a, my backup in case I do need a pair of jeans. But I don't plan. I don't have any daytime or nighttime outfits when I plan on wearing Same. my jeans. They're purely I'm backpack. sticking to like linen pants. Yeah, purely backpack, linen pants and trousers. Like I think like part of my trend of the week is Polo Ralph Lauren. I don't know like where I've been. I've been sleeping on this brand for men. <gasps> their button ups are iconic. Uh-huh. Their slacks are iconic. Uh-huh. Like I just got a pair of like tweed slacks, like herringbone tweed slacks from them. Also got a pair of green slacks that are kind of baggy and loose fitting, and I got them um, hemmed. Oh my god, they're about to look so fucking good. So with, cute with like a white button up. Yes, tucked okay. in with a black belt. Mm. Mm. Speaking of Ralph Lauren. A continuation of the boxer mm-hmm. trend and the boxer debacle. The girlies I see on TikTok are ordering the um like multi pack of Ralph Lauren polo boxers and wearing them as their boxer shorts because it has the cute little logo on the bottom and it's so cute. And yeah. you know, just on Amazon. Are you gonna buy a pair? Well, seeing as though I've bought in so many boxers i feel like i should stop like i have too many the next pair i want is from that brand tekla have you seen that brand tekla Mm t-e-k-l-a okay it's really cute you would like it too it's it's a brand out of copenhagen so you know it's going to be good and it's like elevated sleepwear that people are wearing out it's like the copenhagen version of um sleepers pajamas what's that fancy pajama brand that everyone wears that has that came out techler techla t-e-k-l-a they're so Mm. cute techla fabrics is what they are on instagram and it's like a you know cute little danish brand we love it we love to see it very cute okay yeah this is cute right all right All right, let's get into our pop culture top stories of the week. We have a wide array of things for you. And starting off strong but devastating, Joe Jonas retains divorce lawyer after four years of marriage to Sophie Turner, says a source. I I don't know if I believe this. I don't know if I believe this. I think everyone's going back and forth. The only thing to me that gives me validity is like why did he retain a divorce lawyer one and two why aren't they just coming on social media and saying like you guys lol you know maybe they're just not this is like beneath them as far as wasting their time because supposedly she was at his recent concert like cheering him on yes but here's the thing um she has two kids with him so yeah she's always gonna be no matter what, even if they got a divorce, they're always going to be in each other's lives. That's the thing about yeah. when you have a kid with someone, you know, like that's yeah. that person's in your life till the end of time, no matter what new relationship you get into following. So it would be in the best interest of their kids and of them to remain like friends and, mm-hmm. you know, have this camaraderie. Is this is one of those ones that like, I feel like a lot of times when we talk about breakups on this on this podcast, like I'm like, eh, whatever. Yeah. This one really is crushing. Like my queen of the north doesn't have her king anymore, 
And do you think, like, the little man, like, him being shorter than her finally got to him? No. Um, no. <laughs> no. Zendaya, Tom Holland, um, Nicole Kidman, and what's her? Keith Urban. Um, Nick and Chia- Nick and Priyanka. Short kings are in. Short kings are in. Like, that's not the issue. I think – I don't think that there's an – like a main issue to be had other than maybe of the fact that they're just like exploring the option of divorce. Maybe I don't know. It makes me so depressed and we all know they are so religious. Like these Jonas brothers. Are they, wait, are they? Oh yeah. The Jonas brothers I knew were religious. Yeah. We're always so religious growing up. We all remember the purity rings. We all remember, um, they're like, documentary where the dad and the mom talked a lot about how like Christianity is very important at the center of their family and that divorce is just like not an option for them. So if they are getting a divorce, like that's a huge shakeup in the whole Jonas family unit, not just Joe and Sophie. Yeah. Um, Supposedly there are some, like maybe some people, I think people are starting to speculate, but supposedly she's like off in Europe doing like some kind of filming or something like that. And so he's been left to take take care of the kids. Well, he's also on tour right now. Oh, and so nanny's taking care of the kids. Yeah. I think the, the most annoying answer to get when people are like, when celebrities break up and we see the reason they're like, Oh, scheduling issues. We didn't have time for one another. It's so annoying, you know, like just figure it out. It's not that hard, but I mean, I mean I'm sure it's I, hard. But but I can see that being a thing. Cause like being on opposite schedules, like even like with Jackie and I, sometimes with me working nights and her working during the day, like when I'm off during the day, she's like working most of the time. And there's days where it's like, we're passing each other for like one to two hours. And like, that's it. Yeah. No. And I'm sure that that's, super hard but as you know that this is a season of your life and you're yeah. sticking through that season because you love your partner and your partner is your person and i feel like sophie and joe are similar types of people that would fight for their relationship or not you know some of these other celebrities like ariana grande that goes in and out in and out you know like joe and sophie were are they're stan so Stand couple. cute. I Stand love their personalities sure. together. I You can tell that they're best friends. They have two kids. They've been married for four years. I'm hoping that this is just like a really sad rumor and not truth. Same. Um, yeah. Ever since Game of Thrones, like I've been obsessed with Sophie Turner. So. Oh, my gosh. Her in every interview is so good. And you know what's interesting? I noticed in the past – couple of weeks too i was seeing a lot of sophie and joe interview content all over my tiktok about like when they met how they met i think Mm. she did something for like w or whatnot so they've been it seems so crazy that this would come out now when they just did press talking about one another you know got it yeah let's hope this one's not true i want them to be together yeah i'm gonna live as an ignorant is bliss life with this one until I see the men at the dock disassembling the ship. It's remaining in my Marina. What the fuck was that? Cause you know, people say like I ship this couple, this is a ship. So until the men in the Marina are disassembling the ship publicly, 
until divorce papers are finalized, my ship is remaining at sea in the dock. No, no worries. First of all, you contradicted yourself. You said my ship is at sea in the dock. It's one or the other. It's either at sea or it's in the dock. Okay, Justin. <laughs> my ship is at sea. It's seeing the world. Your analogy was out of left field. What the hell? I don't know how I got to it, but I did, and here we are. It, like, I'm, I will give you props because it made sense. Once you brought in, like, oh, you shipped them and your ships out sea. Like, yeah, that made sense, but it's still out of left fucking field. Like, Okay. Well, it's a strong ship. <sighs> it would take a lot to bring this ship down. Okay. Next story. Next story. Um, emergency <clears throat> reveal pregnant Kourtney Kardashian hospitalized after Travis Barker announces urgent family matters. So this all came to be because Blink-182 is going on tour. On tour. They're going on tour the European part of their tour. Mm-hmm. Um, they're actually going to be there while we're there. Um, really? Enough. Yeah, they are. Jackie's like thought about trying to go to a concert. I was like, Jack, you've seen them like three times. Yeah. We don't need to spend time in Europe to see them. No. Anyway, so he postponed the tour. Supposedly there's a family emergency, and she was in the hospital for some time. She is now out of the hospital, doing okay. I feel like just, like, speculating, it was probably, like, Braxton Hicks contractions, or she might have been a little bit hypertensive, and, like, eclampsia and preeclampsia is definitely a thing. Yeah. Um, especially somebody who has, like, such a stressful life, it seems like. Just exactly. with, like, keeping up with everything. So... That would be my guess is like probably like preeclampsia or Braxton Hicks contractions, which for somebody who's had like multiple kids, probably not Braxton Hicks. So I'm going to guess, yeah, preeclampsia probably a little hypertension. Yeah. And I think this is a really good reason as to why Kylie Jenner kept her first pregnancy such a secret is because Mm -hmm. the mental state of the mother while she's pregnant directly affects the baby. And oh, like you said, they live very stressful lifestyles. I'm sure Courtney can't walk a single step out of her house without paparazzi right there. She can't go get her mm-hmm. matchas. Like, especially now because she's pregnant, the demand to see photos of her pregnant is even higher. So I'm sure it's just been like a lot of stress. And I'm glad that um, Travis was able to quickly fly home and be with her. He posted on his Instagram story, like stained glass window windows of a church and then he also posted a banner that said like together we pray um so you know Mm. best we can do is offer them some prayers and some love and some well wishes their way and hope that everything's going smoothly if she's home everything should be fine and you know happy for her that her husband came home and is being there with her i really wonder when she's due does she have a christmas baby I haven't seen, like, a recent picture to see, like, how pregnant she actually is. Yeah. I feel like it would be right before Christmas. That's my guess. nuts because, you know, Courtney loves Christmas. Like, she is a yeah. Christmas girl. She hosts the Christmas Eve parties. So that would be so fun. Except if she gives birth, does that mean she, we're not going to get a Kardashian Christmas Eve party? I hope someone else That's what your torch. concerns are about? That's yeah, what your Justin, like. Is. The content that comes out of this Kardashian Christmas Eve party is rocking. It's nuts. I would love to go. I would love to be invited. It would be so much pressure, though. Like, what do I wear? Who's going to do my hair and makeup? I feel like you, at that point, would have a stylist. You're not just picking out your shit on your own off the internet. 
fags. I'm not on Revolve. <laughs> yeah, you're not Scrolling on. Scrolling through gowns. You're not on Rent the One Way saying, hmm. <laughs> I've leveled up. You're right. You're right. Thank you for the reminder. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> okay. Olivia Rodrigo addresses speculation that Vampire, her her newest single, is about Taylor Swift. Or not her newest single. Um, I'm sure you guys have all heard this song. Vampire fame fucker blood sucker bleed me dry like a goddamn vampire it's like the main lyrics and it originally speculated that it was about her ex-boyfriend who was known in like the young hollywood circle to just like only come out at night like only go like meet them at the clubs and stuff don't really do anything during the day and how he just kind of like slinks from like cool girly to cool girly his roster includes Olivia Rodrigo, Tana Mojo, um, Maddie. Who the hell is Tana Mojo? Ex- excuse me? You don't know Tana? Wait, this is – I need to know if anyone else doesn't know who this is. And you need to f- – okay. Do you remember – do you remember when one of the um, – why can't I think of their names right now? The brothers that now do boxing, but we hate them kind of. But now we're like the Paul brothers. The Paul brothers. Do you remember when one of the Paul brothers had like a fake marriage in Vegas and they got married and he got married to this girl? Oh, this was her. It was her. I'm sorry. I've never besides maybe seeing her in that story. I have no idea who this woman is. Okay, well, she has a podcast, so you should know. And she's, like, extremely internet famous. Like, extremely. Anyways, he's dated all these people. He's dated um, – why can't I think of the other girl's name that's so freaking cute? Madison Beer. He's dated her. So everyone thought this song was about that guy, which I don't know his name because he's not relevant. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this interview, Olivia was asked, is the song Vampire about Taylor Swift? Some people – speculated that it could be because they were definitely like besties for a second and now they're not and olivia like has thrown some shade at taylor before and olivia's response was just that she doesn't want to ever disclose who her songs are about and she was very surprised that people thought it could be about taylor swift but she didn't say no and she didn't say yes so obviously that's why why would it be related to taylor swift like what's the connection there because something happened between Olivia and Taylor that the public is not is not knowledgeable on. And yeah. it seemed as though okay, Olivia's like a huge Taylor Swift fan. She was a huge Swifty. And then yeah. when she came out with her debut album, her and Taylor seemed like they were besties. Like Taylor um she announced Taylor for an award. Like they wrote each other letters. Like Taylor had Olivia and some of her friends um promote her music like they were they were close it seemed like and then all of a sudden they were no longer close they were like not following each other on instagram anymore it was weird and Mm -hmm. everyone just like went radio silent it was like a friendship that lasted five minutes and then taylor asked sabrina carpenter to headline her eras tour and as we all know sabrina carpenter versus olivia rodrigo when you know everything happened with that little scrawny boy that's turned out (laughs) to be gay so Everyone just, you know, likes to always include Taylor Swift in every narrative. I don't think that it's about Taylor Swift. I think it is about the ex-boyfriend because it, some of the lyrics just, like, don't add up to be Taylor. Yeah. Um, 
But speaking of Taylor, she announced a movie for Eras Tour with AMC Theaters oh coming out October 13th and will be available for She's brilliant. 13 weeks later. She's brilliant. I am so excited. The movie is two hours and 45 minutes long. I cannot wait. I'm going to do the same thing with Barbie. I'm going to get a big group of girls. We're all going to go watch Taylor. I'm going to get dressed up in an era. It's going to be my era's tour. I I was actually talking to a dad this past weekend at somebody's birthday, and we were talking about the phenomenon that is Taylor Swift. And he had the same sentiment. Like, before this summer, I, like, I of course, obviously knew who Taylor Swift was. Yeah. Like, I like some of her music, wouldn't call myself a fan, but I have become a fan in the right of just, like, I appreciate the relationship she has with her fans Mm -hmm. and how she operates and conducts herself with her staff and everything like that. Like, I recognize Hustle in the game, and she has dominated the game. Dominated. She killing it. And like to add on, this is reminiscent of when Beyonce did Coachella. And then so that's this was right when Coachella started streaming its sets on YouTube. But then Beyonce said, no, not to stream my set. And everyone's like, why, why, why? That's because she had a fucking million dollar Netflix deal to do the homecoming thing. And it was fucking genius. Like, well, you want to know how genius Taylor Swift is? Because it gets more genius than that. So Taylor Swift. Okay. Here's the details. I found this on Instagram from, Mm. I don't know, someone. Okay. Here's the details behind Taylor Swift's deal with AMC to distribute her Eras Tour concert film. The AMC CEO got a call from a mutual friend of Taylor's dad, Scott, who said that he had a crazy idea. Apparently the Swift's weren't happy with the deals offered by several studios and streaming services and wanted to bypass them directly. The Swifts paid for the concert film themselves. She produced, she paid for the whole production of this film, a Mm -hmm. budget between 10 and 20 million. Holy shit. The CEO of AMC negotiated the deal directly with the Swifts. No agents were involved and lawyers weren't brought in until the end. She cut, they cut out all the middlemen. They went straight to the source. They produced it themselves. They were going to get this deal themselves. The box office split is structured like this. 43% stays with the theaters and 57% of the gross goes towards Swifts and AMC. So, and then after 13 weeks, the Swifts can put the film on streaming if they want, which she will because 13 weeks after it being released would be a normal time for her to like put something out and i'm thinking that she would maybe put it out on like disney plus that's where she put her other stuff um but isn't that so cool that lawyers and whatnot weren't brought in until they were finalizing like with paperwork but they her family and herself negotiated directly so she was directly involved with this project from beginning to start from production to end and Again, it's just going to feel like a love letter from Taylor Swift to us for this era's tour. And I'm so, so thankful that she's doing this for people that weren't able to go in person. I think that um, this is what I'm exactly what I'm talking about is like, this is not me getting on any other artists, but I feel like a lot of artists are very much into getting their own bag at any cost. Yes. And she tends to do things a little differently. And I appreciate that. And I respect that. Um, 
and going all the way back to her, you know, calling out Ticketmaster for that whole debacle and yeah. upcharging people and all that shit. So I give her props. And I, I realized, because I was like, oh, man, that really sucks that I was thinking about you the other day and not getting to go to see Taylor. And I'm like, huh, I wonder, like, why, like, artists don't go to Hawaii. And I was like, oh, yeah, no shit. Like, we were talking about her paying the truck drivers and i was watching this video about the setup for her concert is so crazy that she actually has to have two sets of it two sets of the scaffolding so that one set of trucks can go start setting it up while she's doing the tour or the concert at one other spot and then they take the stuff that wasn't already there and it's like there's just like weird leapfrog thing yeah and i was like yeah you know how expensive it would be to get all that shit to hawaii yeah on on what cargo ships yeah exactly so it's like crazy i feel like big production like concerts never come to Hawaii. No, sadly no. Um, you know, we're just gonna swim in crystal clear blue water, but we're not gonna see Taylor Swift Eras tour. The price you we win pay. some you lose some. Yeah. You win some you lose some. So I think what's special about Taylor Swift too is that she's been in the industry for so long and she's been put around the ringer by many different lawyers, publicists, managers you know, yeah. um, recording studios, what production companies, all the things that she's realized and she has now the power to do so, to just take everything into her own hands and deal with it herself. Props to her. It, in line with this, this is like a random side story, but I just read that P. Diddy gave back all of the rights to the music that made up Bad Boy, which is the record company that he created. And he gave back the rights to all the music that was produced through the company to the artists who helped grow it, which I was like, dude. Props. That is such an interesting conversation and one that I didn't even know needed to be had until Taylor Swift made so much noise around it of the artists not Mm -hmm. owning their own music and not being able to do what they please with their music. Yeah. I think what record companies will have you believe is that streaming has made it so that you discover more indie artists and you are have more access and they get more exposure, which totally I have yeah. heard about artists that I never would have heard about if we were still using CDs and sans like totally. Instagram and stuff like totally. that. Totally. But what they're actually getting is like pennies on the dollar for mm-hmm. streams. Yeah. They're and making they, their money in they, other ways. Yeah. Like they said that the way it is, is like a pie and however much money is made from streaming then they look at how many streams you get and you know the top streamers get the biggest parts of the pie so unless you're like the drakes the beyonce's the taylor swift's the kanye west's like you're not getting very much of that pie right because you're compared to it's not like you're just it's like just how many streams you get for every stream you get such and such amount of money it's what percentage of the amount of total streams in the world were you and that's how much money you get it'll be interesting to see how creatives transition from monetizing through managers and production companies and marketing to taking Mm -hmm. control of it. Because even like what we're doing with this podcast, like no one owns this podcast. We own this podcast. We do everything for it. We're not, no one's taking a piece of our pie and it's made very simple to do so now that maybe this will, you know, become a trend where creatives can own their own work by producing and distributing it themselves. Cause you don't really need, Oh my that god! That middleman anymore? No, you could. I think like in companies are making applications and programs easier. Like Adobe just came out with their version of Canva, to where it's like you can make 
Instagram ads, like for the one that they showed was like a coffee shop on your own through Adobe Express. So it's like, yeah, now that small mom and pop coffee shop doesn't have to pay somebody doesn't have to like, go outsource it, like they can just make their own advertising on their yeah. own. I mean, that does so take like, jobs away. But I guess it also empowers you to do your own. It does do your own thing, you know, yeah, follow your so. dreams, open your business, distribute your content, Start that podcast, Start your podcast. Make that fashion line. You go, girl. Okay. All righty. So this one is a big shock to the fashion industry. Um, Supreme's creative director steps down after citing systemic racism. So I'm not going to lie. I didn't really know. I knew of him. Like I knew he had taken over um, uh, Supreme as a creative director. But I didn't like know him by name. His name is, let me pull it up. It's kind of, uh, I'm going to butcher this, Tremaine Emery. And ever since the LV company bought Supreme, which LV company is like one of those big conglomerates. They own Vans, North Face, Timberland, Dickies, Jansport, to name a few. And so they bought Supreme. And so they brought him on as creative director, like February, 2023. So like a few months ago. And he resigned and it was like this big mystery on like why he was leaving. And he said like one of the main things is like the culture at the top was like super not inviting to people of color, which is absolutely crazy because I think a company like Supreme has such strong street culture and skate culture. And like that is mostly PLC kids. Mind you, Supreme hasn't been affordable for the average Joe for quite some time. Um, but yeah, this is crazy that this shit is still like, of course happening. And, you know, this makes me think that not a lot of things have changed, but it's really unfortunate. Yeah. This is always crazy to see. I feel like the fashion industry has, um, not had the same spotlight put on it as like Hollywood has. And so that will be the next industry that, you know, goes through this big, hopefully for the better overturn of the people that are running it, older people that are running it and moving into like this new class and this new way of functioning. But good for him for saying something and making it public. I think people in the fashion industry, especially because it's so tight lipped and it's not very public Mm -hmm. that no one wants to say anything because they don't want to burn any bridges because everything's so closely knit. Yeah. But by him coming forward and saying something publicly, I'm sure many bridges were burned, but it also is going to push the agenda forward. So absolutely, like and I think about you mentioned like the guys who are in charge. Like I think about like, like I forget this guy's name is like something Wexler, the guy who like owns Victoria's Secret and like all the yeah. other companies, like Abercrombie and all that. And like we find out years later that they were like sexual assault charges like and beyond that and using their power to manipulate people and shit like that it takes a while to like you know beat down these ideologies and these systems that have been in place for like decades but slowly but surely slowly but surely and also something to remember and to understand is like there are these types of people at the top like that suck and have all these reasons that they should be canceled, but there's also underneath them a huge team of people that are really putting their heart and souls into this work, into this brand. So just by canceling like a whole brand because you're not 
okay with yeah, someone do that's that. owning it doesn't necessarily help the issue. You know, you're taking yeah. the focus off that person and you're putting it on the brand. So just remember when you start getting frustrated and you're like, I'm going to boycott this band this brand maybe think more of like oh i need to boycott this person and get this person out of this brand because i really love this brand i know there's a lot of hardworking people behind this brand and i want them mm -hmm. to continue to have jobs and to create things that i love but i want this person removed yeah i agree totally okay so um and then we're gonna wrap up i shouldn't laugh we're gonna wrap up the pop funny. culture stories with you know, for those of you who do not know, Labor Day weekend means Burning Man weekend. And all the burners head out to the playa in Nevada in Black Rock City. And this time, they are not having the same joyous time that they did in previous years. Due to unexpected heavy rainfall, pretty much they said like months of rainfall in like two days. It, the mud has gotten nice. so thick on the playa that they can't drive cars in and out. You're just literally getting stuck. So they put out an announcement to people to <sighs> shelter in place and conserve food. Could you imagine being at Burning Man? Just, first of all, Burning Man is just like a city in itself. Like you're cut off from society. Like that's yeah. crazy already. And yeah. then to just be told like, hey, you're going to be stuck there for a few more days. Start to shelter in place. I'm sorry. Like how have there not been like a Lord of the Flies full on moment yet? Like people start. I'm sure because it's already they starting have to drugs happen. Left. They have drugs left to keep them kosher and happy. And then once the drugs I, run I, out, we'll see the Lord of the Flies. I hope so, because I can see that shit turning very dark very fucking quickly. People starting getting, like, stealing and getting desperate for shelter. And I wonder how long they'll keep them in there. And, like, can't they just, like, air travel into that section and drop off a bunch of supplies and food and supplies? Also, just another thing. Like, Mother Nature is not okay. Mother Nature is mad. Okay. Yeah. These are not just like, oh, anomalies, coincidences that all these crazy things are happening at this time. Mother Nature's mad at us. Like, please, I don't yeah. know what to do. Someone tell me what to do about it. So supposedly the rain had like stopped and they're, they're suspecting that it'll be hard enough for people to start leaving um, like this afternoon or today and like later today. Yeah. So my hope is that they definitely get out. But I think the funniest thing out of all this, like I remember seeing this, I think it was on Saturday, Diplo and Chris Rock in the back of a pickup truck. Yes. And he mentioned something about walking five miles to get a ride. And I'm like, oh, that's a little weird. Like, cause I, Diplo is notorious for like getting helicoptered into Black Rock and like oh, doing his DJ gosh. sets and bouncing. Yeah. And so I was just like, this is like weird. And then it all started to make sense. Like they were saying that, you know, they closed off driving in and out for most people, but they there was like a town five miles away that or a road that you can walk to and hitchhike. And so some people like decided to do that five mile walk. But keep in I mind, would. like keep in mind, like that means you're leaving all your shit there and you're hiking in mud. So it's not like you're walking on like solid ground, easy five mile walk. You're walking in sticky ass mud. So that's like making you instantly like walking through quicksand. Like, yeah. I mean, if I'm a celebrity, I'm not really caring about my stuff being left behind and because I can replace it in one minute. But if I'm a civilian, I'm thinking like, okay, what do I actually need? What can I throw into a backpack? What am I okay getting rid of? And yeah. I'm doing the walk, I think. I'd rather walk through quicksand because what? That five miles could take you three hours at the most, four hours at the most. I want to say four, especially if you're thinking about like the conditions you're in is probably going to take you a little longer. Okay, but still, not even your whole day. I could sleep in a bed that night. Sign me up. 
I'm getting out. Jackie asked me, she's like, would you still want to? Because I've always talked about wanting to do Burning Man. And I was like, you know, I'm not going to lie. This makes me slightly hesitant because. Slightly hesitant. Yeah. I mean, I've been seeing both. I've been seeing people being like, oh, we're still having so much fun. The vibes are still yeah. high. And then other people being like, get me the fuck out of here. And there's just like <laughs> the people that were brought by their friends and the people that actually wanted to go. You know, like those are the yeah. two things that we're seeing. But and this just seems like too simple of a solution that there's got to be a reason why they're not doing this. Like, why can't they just helicopter people in and out and get everyone out? I feel like it'll I feel like probably it'll cost too much money because like who's going to pay for those planes? Um, I don't know. We all pay taxes. That city's taxes. Uh, excuse can't me. Do it. I'm not paying taxes for them to rescue them people out in the middle of no, the goddamn like, desert who we, chose we to be there. We can't find any room in our budgets for some helicopters. No, not my budget. You better not use my money for that. Well, we're not in Nevada, Justin, so it wouldn't be. Oh, I don't give a shit. <laughs> we wouldn't. It wouldn't be our taxes because our state taxes no. are going to California. No, no, I veto this. I don't know, but if people are dying, I'll give some money for people to get out. Okay. Okay, first of all, make yourself like an asshole. Second of all, like, yeah, if people are dying. Maybe, you know, National Guard can come in and do their thing. Yeah. But until that point, no. They all they all. Oh, my gosh. But, like, of course, Diplo and Chris Rock got out. It's like, you know, it's it's coming to the hierarchies of, oh, of course, these people got out. But they walked. I would walk, too. And they like, did Especially walk. if I it's saw like Diplo they... and Chris Rock, I'd be like, oh, I'm going with you guys. Yeah, at, the look on Chris Rock's face during that video was like, this white motherfucker got me out here in the middle of the goddamn desert, and now I'm walking my black ass five miles. This is some white people shit, and this is why I don't do this bullshit. He was my favorite, because he was like, I just fucking want some cold brew coffee, and I've never related to anything more. I was like, you're so right. Like, if I was in the desert, the first thing I would want was like, just give me a fucking iced latte. <laughs> he was killing me. He's so funny. I, I can't wait to see his set on it. Because, you oh know, God. he's going to be in his next set. Oh, my God. Absolutely. And, like, I relate to him so much because it made me flash back to when Jackie had me out at Zion. And we did, like, those under canvas camping thing. And it was, like, a thunderstorm, like a legit yes. thunderstorm to the point where, Lindsay, I was terrified for my life. And I looked at my wife in that moment. I said, what the fuck does this lady got me out here doing? Why are we here? Why am I Who here? I do not belong. <laughs> I do not belong in this shit. No. No. And you know what? I'm so happy for you if that's your vibe. And, you know, I'm a little jealous because it sounds serene and calm. But I need I need a refrigerator. I need some ice cubes. I need cold water. And I want I'm not a camping girly. I could do a night. I tell people are like, because people, I tell people I don't like, or they realize that I don't like camping, but they're like, Justin, you like, you're the guy we all come to for camping gear. Like you have all the shit. I was yeah. Like, that's just, a, that's just a personality trait of you though. Is like you, you guys have everything in your garage. If the apocalypse happened tomorrow, I would come to your house because the garage is stacked. Absolutely. But also like, I love my wife. My wife loves camping. So therefore by, you know, osmosis, association. Osmosis. I own camping gear. <laughs> Yeah, because if you're going to go camping, you're going to do it the right way. Absolutely. That's the thing. It was like, if you're going to put me out in the middle of fucking nowhere, I'm going to be prepared for everything. We're prepared. We're getting the best of the best. Yeah. Like, you ain't going to catch me slipping. No. No, we're bad and bougie out there on the campgrounds. I'm not pooping in a hole and burying my own No, poop. I am holding my shit. If I have to poop, <laughs> I'm pooping until I get home. So just think about the fact if you ask me to go camping, you're asking me to hold my shit for however long you're asking me to go camping. 
Okay. <laughs> I would not poop. No. I need I need my little squatty potty. I need the TikTok scroll. And I need the door shut in an air-conditioned environment. And I need to not have to put down one of those nasty crinkle paper things down on the toilet. I no. want a nice, clean toilet. And I need my, my bidet. I don't ask for much. Oh, man. Okay. We'll end on that note with our pop culture stories this week. Hope you guys enjoyed. Moving on to TV. Um, I watched this movie and... Same. I did too. We I watched loved it this it. weekend. I loved it, it so much. It was so much. cute. It's so cute. It's You Are So Not Invited to My Bat Mitzvah. It's the newest Adam Sandler movie. It's on Netflix. And the best part about it is that his two daughters are the two main characters, are the two daughters in the movie. And his, his mom, wife. His wife was in it too. Yeah. Is also in it. So it was really cute rolling the credits and it showed all their names together. I'm like, oh, what a cute little, like, to me, that's a fa- fun family activity. Let's just do a movie together yeah. on Netflix. And and you know what? People were like coming at him for like oh like the um Nepo baby what's that stuff. called oh nepotism bullshit like get the fuck out of here get like the first fuck of all out of here it's his own production company like he can do whatever the hell he wants with it like these are Adam Sandler produced movies like and I like it I want to see it and I love that he didn't even play a character he wore the same shit he does like he was in real literally life literally himself <laughs> and this movie is the highest scoring movie of Adam Sandler's on Rotten Tomatoes how I find that hard crazy to believe that? oh look it up. Like better than Big Daddy and like all those like throwback so. movies. I think so. And that's this crazy. is just a great reminder that like being who you are, people are going to love that the most. Like being your true self, not playing a character. And in this movie, Adam Sandler is his true self. You see him as a dad. You see his dynamics with his girls. And yeah. it's so cute and sweet. It's just like such a cute little 13-year-old thought, feel-good movie. <laughs> I thought the, his da- his youngest daughter did a really good job. Like, oh, my God. She's an she actress. She evoked emotion. Like, the whole, like, when her tampon slipped out or her pad slipped out, I was there with her in that water about to cry. Oh. Honestly, like, praise be that's never happened to me, but that would be yeah. the First most. Off, what's that boy's name? Honestly, the one I had a crush on. I wanted to punch him in the throat he the entire so – I kept turning to Jackie. I was like, if my daughter ever brought home a boy like that, I'd hit him in the face. Also, Send me to jail. I would want to know if my son was acting like that. If my son made your daughter feel embarrassed for having a period, tell me because I will yes. have a talk with him. I will beat his ass. I will I will be like, excuse me, sir. You are so beyond lucky and fortunate that this doesn't happen to you that these these girls that are going through this, you better be extra nice to them. And by the way, tomorrow you're bringing her flowers and chocolate. Yeah. And I'm making cream. her a period CD. Yeah. Yes. And you're making your period mix. Tonight we're dropping off cupcakes that you're baking with some ice cream oh on the side because you don't know what she's going to want. That okay? kid drove me up a wall. Mateo's the cutest little thing in the oh, world. Oh, I love Mateo. He's so cute. I'm going to have a Mateo. <gasps> you are going to have a little Mateo. Yeah. That's so adorable. I know. I'm confused where they live where like all their friends are Jewish. Like, I what think they're town? on Long Island. I think they're on Long Island. Okay. It was just so... I was like... Is just everybody Jewish in this entire show? No. Okay. So the, the toast girlies, they're yeah. very Jewish and all of their friends are Jewish and they went to Jewish school. So like their mm. education system, all like they were at a Jewish school their whole lives, but yeah. they grew up on Long Island and everyone was Jewish. 
And um, I have a friend here that's from Long Island, and she has a lot of Jewish friends as well. So it's not surprising. Um, but the bat mitzvahs look stunning, oh iconic, God. like way better than my Super Dope. Suit 16. A Twizzler bar? What even is a Twizzler bar? DJ, what was his name? DJ, DJ Schmooley. I told I told Jackie, I was like, do I need to get into like the bat or the mitzvah that's DJ where the game? Money is. That's where the money is. Oh, what about Rabbi I, Rebecca? Oh, she was an icon. An icon. See, I would love and. I just always say, like, I wish I was, I wish I was Jewish. <laughs> Why? <laughs> like, I love that a woman's a rabbi. I love that they're so cute. I don't know. I just, I just always I have will, been fascinated by I, it. I will say, like, this movie made me kind of look at the Jewish community as like, wow, that'd be a really cool community to be a part of. Yeah. You know? Like so having cute. that deep ingrained like sense of purpose and yes. belonging yes. and it just seems like you know cool peeps and i loved how she throughout the movie was like dear god or like hey god it's me yeah that's exactly <laughs> my type of relationship with god like i'm just like hey what's up hey god hope everything's chill up there for you i'm not so chill and i need a little <laughs> i'm bit not of doing okay I'm nudging okay, and I would really appreciate and love if you could give me some guidance in this time. Like, that's how I speak. That's my type of relationship with God. So it was fun seeing that, yeah. and that's how I was when I was her age, too. So it was yeah. cute and nostalgic and a quirky little fun watch because there's literally nothing else on TV. No. I finished Suits, which, by the way, once Mike and Rachel leaves in uh, season at the end of season seven, season eight and nine were just – Okay, well, spoiler alert. I didn't know anyone's leaving. Who's Rachel? The girly? The Meghan Markle? Yeah. Well, because, like, this, it's around the time when she, like, was getting married and all that stuff. So, like, and then Mike, the character that uh, Patrick Adams was, like, yeah. pretty much if she's leaving, like, there would be no point for Mike's character to stay. Like, yeah. he decided to leave. Even though he came back and, like, cameoed in a few episodes throughout. But You know who he's married to? Who? Oh, Troyan. Yeah, from Pretty Little Liars. Belisario or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Pretty Little Liars, Spencer, got to go to the mm -hmm. royal wedding. Mm-hmm. She Isn't did. that crazy? They, yeah, it was really cute. They were, I was watching videos. Like, the whole cast went. Like, Donna Torres um, and or something mock. I can't think of his name. Um, the character who plays Donna, Lit, Lewis Lit. Like, they all went. I think Donna's the best character in the show. She's my favorite. Oh, my God. She's I want to be amazing. Donna. I told Jackie, Jackie was talking about like her work situation and like her dynamic between her and her small team. And I was like, oh yeah. my God, you are Donna. Yeah, Jackie just needs to emulate Donna. She just needs to be like, whenever she's getting frustrated, just being like, you know what? Donna would Shut know what to up. do. Yeah. Donna, yeah. Donna's Jackie's alter ego. Uh, oh, yes. Yes. There you go, Jackie. We just Peace told you. you. Okay. Peace That's right. it for TV. Let's get into some sports, man. LA had a time last night i pretty much everybody i knew who lives in la shout out oj who got some dope seats jeffrey was, was there game. oh was jeffrey there too well he yeah. doesn't have instagram that's why i didn't he know he texted gonzo oh. and gonzo was like damn damn of course that i think yesterday was the first day gonzo was like oh shoot if we still lived in la i could have seen messy play today oh this was the first time huh first time yeah he doesn't really ever care <laughs> but yeah, yesterday yeah. for messy yeah yeah 
it was shit was crazy. A guy, a kid ran out on the field um, and like tried to like give Messi a hug. And pretty much every celebrity, the royal, the ex royals were there. Um, some, Selena, Selena Gomez, Gomez was there. She has like a viral um, meme now of her face. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mario Lopez, a bunch <gasps> of basketball players were there. Selena needs to date a football player. Huh? She needs to date a f- football, like European football, soccer player. Oh, not I from the like MLS. American football. No, not from okay. the MLS, but from like Mbappe or something. You know, someone like that. I, I feel that. like I could see that for her. I can see that. Oh my god! Yeah, that can work. That could work. Maybe Messi could set her up. <laughs> I'm sure they are in the same circles. I'm sure they could be if they wanted to. That's true. Owen Wilson was there. I don't know why I randomly remember that. Lots of people. Everyone. Yeah, there's a shit ton of people. Of course. Um, of course they won. Like, I supposedly these are like the most expensive tickets out of the entire season. The LA game. Yeah. Yeah, because all the celebrities are going, so it's not you're not only going to see Messi, you're going to see like all these celebrity sightings. Yep. And mm-hmm. it's like the place in California everyone can get tickets to, you know, and the stadium's cool. Yeah. Yep, I agree. So. Um, other than that, switching over to the other kind of football, mm. Boulder, Colorado brought on Deion Sanders in the offseason as their new head coach. Boulder, Colorado, this, like the college campus? Yeah, college campus. This okay, is college Colorado, football. College football. This is college okay. football. I was like, um, um, it's the Denver Broncos, not the Boulder Broncos. <laughs> Good job, I thought it was going to have like a fun teaching moment for you, but no. Okay. Well, next time. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so they brought on Deion Sanders and he decided to like completely revamp their entire program. He fired a bunch of people. He And then like there was like 50 um, athletes who like were committed to other places. And when like he made this announcement, he got them to recommit to Colorado along with his son, who's a quarterback. And... You know, Colorado, Boulder, Colorado's football team has never been, like, amazing. Yeah. But for a season opener, they beat TCU, which is, like, one of the biggest schools in their conference. Huge. At a huge upset. And so now, of course, people thought, like, oh, Colorado's just trying to do a money grab and try to bring celebrity to their team. And, like, oh, just because he's a great football player doesn't mean he'd be a great coach. All these other shit. And he told all those naysayers to sit the hell down he had the pressure and he came out of diamond he sure as shit did um i mean mind you this was just one game but man they came out and crushed it It it's like even me not being into sports i heard about this without even looking it up like i heard about this through like just casual conversation yeah how come i haven't so that's i mean you don't rub shoulders with the same people i do you know I, i rub shoulders with you know the best of the best Oh, excuse me. You and the best of the best college football talkers. I'm not going to lie. I learned it from a patient. He told me all about it. <laughs> yeah. You should. Do you ever like vibe with a patient so much that you're like, I wish we could be friends, but now we can't because you're a patient? Uh, you got to understand most of my patients are like 60 plus with my stroke patients. So not oh. really. Okay. Um. So no. the ER? But this one, eh, maybe. But it's like I'm there for such a short amount of time. Like there's no 
connection there. Yeah. Um, but there's this one dude in particular. He came in and he was pissed because he's like, yeah, y'all want to admit me? Do you know what time of year it is? I was like, what? Is it because the NFL is starting? I was like, that's not until next Thursday. He's like, no, college football starts tonight. Literally, as we're like wheeling him around, he's like asking Siri. He's like, Siri, what's the score of this game? Like yelling. <laughs> Honestly, I can't wait to get to an age where I give zero fucks like that, you know? Oh, my God. No, I can't wait. mm. Wait, Let me reiterate. I can absolutely wait. But the only positive or the only pro of getting to an age like that is where I just give zero fucks anymore. No, you just do whatever the hell you want and they know it. Yeah. They say whatever they want. They do whatever they want. Yeah. Within reason, you know, like being respectful, but, you know. (laughs) Not always. Not always. Okay, last uh sports story is gonna be quick because i literally know nothing other than the fact that coco goff is the first female american teenager to reach back-to-back u.s open quarterfinals since serena williams and that's exciting because it seems as though we're gonna have a new version of serena williams out here on our tennis courts coco goff is a flipping boss she um, no, yeah, I read about this because I've been seeing all the memes of the celebrities. Like, uh, I think Justin Bieber and Haley Bieber were at yes, the US they were Open. There. And... All the New York City influencers and celebrities were there. Same as like yeah, Messi's yeah, LA yeah. game. <laughs> um, you so, know no, yeah, Coco Goff's out there bossing. What's up? She's out there bossing. Okay, I think this is the maybe the second year now that I feel like I've seen anyone even attend the US Open or be interested in tennis. And I think that's mm-hmm. largely due to influencer culture and brands, you know, and the U.S. Open utilizing influencers so that we're seeing more tennis matches and showing us how chic going to a tennis match could be. And same yeah. thing with soccer. Like, I would say 2023 has been the year of tennis and soccer in America. I will say Messi definitely has put – soccer on the map this year like Messi is having in america a taylor swift moment like people obviously knew about taylor swift before but like taylor swift became the most one of the most relevant things of the summer of 2023 yeah and Messi and this whole deal of turning down billions to go to qatar and come to america is doing the same thing for soccer like soccer is having yeah. its like moment summer 2023 and yeah i guess tennis because yeah, i've seen a lot of content of like people going to what was the one? It's like the one in London that Wimbledon. I just saw also. The Wimbledon. Like I saw like all the strawberry whatever that everybody's obsessed with. The strawberries with. and cream. See? Like yeah. why do I need to know that? I'm never going to the Wimbledon No, but in I London, might now because like... I want those strawberries and cream. <laughs> and the chic vibes. You talk about old yeah, money yeah, yeah. as your trend of the week? Like old money style? Go mm. to a tennis match. Trust. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So. That's our show. That wraps it up. Guys, this is our last, like, live news or pop culture episode until we get back. Yes. Yeah, so we're going to take a month hiatus of weekly yeah. pop culture episodes. But don't you worry your pretty little we mind. You. We, we have some fun episodes down the pipeline for you. So this will come out Wednesday, September 6th. And then for the next month, we'll be having – Fun little filler episodes that we've pre-recorded that I'm really excited for you all to hear. We may even be having an episode, you know, from a little European spot that we might be at. We may. Who knows? We may. Maybe. 
stay tuned. <laughs> okay, we love your lives so much. Obsessed with you all. Thank you so much for bearing with us during this hiatus. Thank you for allowing us to go on our European honeymoons and – we can't wait to share everything about it with you guys. We're going to, you know, follow us on Instagram. Follow us along. I am traveling starting this Thursday. So I will be more active than ever on Instagram because, you know, when you travel, you're more active. So follow me along. See what my outfits are day to day. Follow us on TikTok. If you enjoyed this episode or if you've enjoyed any of our other episodes, please feel free to leave us a five-star review and like and subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on TikTok and Instagram, and we hope you have a stunning, beautiful, amazing week. Happy Labor Day. Oh, yeah. See you guys next time. Ciao, ciao. Later.